I'm Capriya Johnson, and you are listening to The Leadership Podcast, where we delve into the stories, strategies, and insights of experienced leaders who have successfully navigated the challenges and triumphs of their journey. Get ready to be inspired, equipped, and empowered to lead with confidence and purpose. It's my honor now to introduce our facilitator for today, Dr. Carol Bradford, the Dean of the College of Medicine, the Vice President for Health Sciences for the Wexner Medical Center, and the Leslie H. and Abigail S. Wexner Dean's Chair for Medicine. Dr. Bradford, welcome. So thank you so much, and I want to express my gratitude to Debbie and Emma for their tremendous leadership of the extraordinary fame uh, programming we have to uh, provide mentorship uh, at a advancement and skills development for all of our valued faculty members. It's really, really a fabulous program. So one of the things, you know, I think we all know the journey of being a faculty uh, member. There can be some really easy days, but there can also be some challenging days. And so um, I think the passion, the the why, why are we doing uh, what we do is really, really important because I, I believe for all of us as faculty members, and I recognize there are physicians, scientists, clinicians, all, all types of faculty on this call, but why did we choose this profession and why did we choose to be a faculty member? And, and when, when, if you write that down and think about it, like the, the, the why, 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 then on the, cha- the more challenging days, you can always go back to why, why you're doing uh, what you're doing. And I think it's really helpful to remember that on your most challenging days. So uh, why did I choose my uh, career pathway? I consider myself a servant leader and every, every day, Uh, I wake up uh, far too early, like all of you, thinking about how I can make a positive impact upon key stakeholders. So on learners, on patients, families, on faculty members like you, and on on all of the communities we collectively uh, serve. And that's, that's actually why I've chosen this career path without any doubt. And so focus drive or drive is what allows you to pursue your passion with energy. And again, for me, it's always been really helpful to recognize that every day you're making a difference and leaving a legacy. And let me just talk a little bit about the legacy question. So when I was interviewing for the chair of laryngology in 2008, one of the those airport interviews, I remember being asked the question, what will be your legacy? And honestly, I'd never really thought about it. And it was really, for me, a very much a light bulb moment because it was almost like I'd never thought of it up until that interview. And then ever since, I think about it every day, like what legacy am I leaving with all of you on this call? What legacy am I leaving with learners? What legacy am I leaving with staff? What legacy am I leaving with the communities we serve, colleagues, leadership? It's really, really important to think about the legacy you're leaving. And I think for me, it it has allowed me to bring my best self, we have different versions of ourselves, my best self uh, to uh, work uh, and life every day. 
So a couple other messages. So focus on your true north. Um, what your true north um, is, we can talk about a little more. You, we can never be all things to all people. Um, I'm definitely a, a, a pleaser. I like to make people happy. But I think that you, we can't ever be all things to all people. So what you want to do is focus your time and energy on your true north, which is what really matters. So what is your true north? It's your internal com compass. It guides your decisions. I, I hope uh, that your true north is very well aligned with our Buckeye core values. Um, uh, what are your preferences? What are your motivations? What are your boundaries? Um, because, you know, there's a point at, at which early in most of our careers where literally I could work 24-7 every day of the year. And of course, I can't do that, nor can you. And so at some point, you have to close up the laptop, turn off the phone, and, you know, enjoy um, uh, the thing we call life out there. And I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, on the plate, the silver platter of life, when you add things to that platter of things that roles, responsibilities, opportunities, you have to make sure that you're also taking items off the list so you don't have more to do than you can do effectively. Because whatever you do, you, you want to really be best do your best at everything that you do and sources of satisfaction. And I hope, you know, I, I think that there's huge meaning and purpose in being an educator, uh, a, a scientist, uh, and a, uh, for me, a physician, uh, as well as a faculty member, as well as a leader. So I think you want to evaluate that for yourselves as well. So um, none of us are an island. This is the support. Uh, so that's the fourth thing, support. Build your village. I would never have survived without a village. And I cannot tell you how many times I've called on my village to support, whether it's illness or life challenges or a grant deadline or um, a, an emergency when I was hosting Thanksgiving dinner at my home with residents. <laughs> and my family, and I was in the OR, um, you know, name it, name the chaos or when a, my niece got a bone marrow transplant and my daughter got RSV uh, at the same time, everybody lived. My, my uh, niece actually had aplastic anemia. We solved it all, but there were moments you wondered like, and I had a free flap the next day, of course, just how do you survive? There are hard days, so you build your village. So um, you need family, friends, you need colleagues, and then we all need four things, role models, mentors, sponsors, and coaches. They're all different things. It's a different talk I actually give, um, but I think about all of those things. A mentor, we think we know what a mentor is. A sponsor puts you forward for, for those important opportunities. Um, I think we also tend to know what a role model uh, potentially and a coach is. So what are my pearls of wisdom? So find a great mentor. Um, so, and, you know, mentor, you can have mentors for different aspects of your career. So I met Tom Curie when I was doing my T32 grant work. I actually met him as a medical student. He's a PhD scientist, head and neck tumor biology, if you Look at my CV. We published more than 100 papers together. He is a fabulous 
science career and life mentor and, and a great colleague and friend. But you need to find those people that you can talk to, rely on, ask questions like, what should I do in this situation? How can I get my grant funded? Review my you know, specific aims. And again, we look at the world very differently. Um, I'm pretty focused and he's sort of an expansive thinker. And I think collectively we actually uh, were able to accomplish great science. But beyond that, uh, he was a fabulous mentor uh, to me and, and you know, would be to this day uh, if I called him. Search for ways to improve your profession. For me, this was the science. Um, as a medical student um, and as a resident, um, I became very interested in asking some interesting questions like why did some patients respond, head and neck tumors respond beautifully to chemotherapy and radiation while others didn't respond at all? And so we did large data sets, large biomarker studies in very big uh, clinical trials, including the VA larynx uh, study. And what, uh, and in a different study, uh, a study of oropharynx tumors, we actually found one of the answers. One of the answers is a subset of throat cancers are due to human papillomavirus, and that informs very much better response to uh, any form of treatment. And the, those patients are less likely to be uh, have a tobacco and alcohol history. And I mentioned those examples so you can think about what are the important clinical or foundational questions that you want to study and answer in your faculty career. Publish and present your ideas. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of work that does not get published. I, um, you know, you might work with a student, a resident, a colleague, you study something, you're, you, you have the data, and then you present it at a meeting, you submit the abstract, and then you don't publish um, and, or, or present it. So I really encourage when you've done the scholarly work, find a way to actually uh, write it up, submit it, you know, have people review it, uh, submit it. And in most papers, most, most quality papers, you can find it, you know, you can get published. And it's just, a, a, you know, if you've done the work, uh, get the work published. Be a lifelong learner. I also I already mentioned. Be open to new ideas, new learnings, new concepts every single day. None of us uh, know everything. No, and, and there's just so much to learn in all sorts of different disciplines. I'm you are all lifelong learning today, so I'm glad you're joining us today. Be a role model. Um, so a role model, and I, I would also say, keep, be calm and be a role model. A role model is someone who serves as an, as an example of the values, attitudes, and behaviors associated with a role. So honesty, integrity, professionalism, kindness. It doesn't mean that we always agree, but even when we disagree, is there a way to say something very kindly and respect, respectfully so that we can have a meaningful conversation. Really be open to different perspectives and points of view. Get a coach. A coach is really someone who can give you correction without causing resentment. I personally have had the privilege of having executive 
coaching coaches when I have taken on new leadership roles. I certainly had one when I was a new chair, and I certainly had one when I was executive vice dean for academic affairs. And as you move up the ladder, there's fewer and fewer people you can talk to. So actually having sort of an objective coach that you can talk to about how to handle certain situations uh, for me was very, very valuable. I also had here uh, an executive um, internal coach uh, and an onboarding process, as well as a mentorship team. So all those are really, really important. And we all can continue to improve. And what a lot of the a lot of your energy is probably not. We love to focus on our strengths, but I think it's really, really important to focus on those areas that we we know are our weaknesses, and how can we improve those? And those require conscious conscious effort. So build a great team and rely upon them. All of us know that our our people and our teams are truly our strength. Focus on what matters. So um, there's not ever enough time to do everything we want to do. Um, so you have to focus on what, what matters. You know, we just had Halloween season. I did not uh, make my children's Halloween costumes, but a friend of mine did. She was also actually a physician. Um, and so what I did, and our kids were just a little bit younger than her kids. So I repurposed her homemade costumes the next year a couple of times. So again, you know, focus on what matters and, and is most important to you, which is really your vision, your mission, and your core values. You know, ask yourself, what are, what are, what are your goals and priorities? You can think about one-year, three-year, and five-year goals. And I will give you a piece of advice that the dean uh, the, the, the dean uh, provided me every time I met with him when I was the chair uh, of Olaryngology at my former institution. He always said, Carol, it's a marathon, not a sprint, because it's a long journey. And so you have to pace yourself. You know, if you come out of the gate in a mar marathon running super fast, you'll, you'll be done long before you're done with the race. And so you have to pace yourself. I'm a huge advocate for well-being and wellness. And um, if there's, if you remember nothing else from our time together this afternoon, remember to take care of yourself. We can't provide care for others. And again, that might be learners. It might be people in your lab. It might be patients, might be families. It might be communities until we take care of ourselves first. Um, we have lots of programming here. We're developing a new uh, umbrella Gabby health and well-being program. But the reality is I've given some advice, like don't keep adding things to the list of things to do. Focus on what matters. Focus on your priorities. Think about meaning and purpose. But at the end of the day, we have to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of other people. And if we need support, ask for support. Phone a friend phone a number of resources that we have here at Wexner Medical Center that we're very, very blessed to have. And I realize there are also structural problems in the wellness and well-being equation. And we continue to partner with you to address those structural challenges as well. There are lots of things in life. The, the big splash balls, those are the things that are really important. Those are your goals, your priorities, your family, 
might be your faith, whatever those things are for you, prioritize those things. Maybe it's writing a grant, writing a paper, whatever it is, put those, it might be family, making time for family events. For me, it was clearly my, my children's sporting events. I prioritize that. And so, and then there's medium-sized things and then there's the little marbles. So, you know, we can all talk about what are the marbles. The marbles are the 300 emails a day, the closing encounters. I mean, they're important, but if, if, if I answered every single email I received now in three different email or four different email accounts every day, I would never even get outside of my office. So what we have to do when there's more to do than there is time is focus on what matters the most. And, and you'll notice when you do that, that everything actually fits in because you've prioritized. But if you spend all your time doing the small things, you'll never have time to, 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 to set those goals, to set those priorities and to write that grant, to write that paper. So uh, again, for me, that's been a very uh, helpful piece of, piece of advice. Take time to enjoy life. Make sure you make time for people while they're still here. You know, I've mentioned a couple of times, you don't, you know, if you focus so that you can actually be really great at what you do, focus to promote and sustain excellence. Not, um, we don't want to uh, be okay at anything. We want to really be outstanding and excellent. So whatever you pursue, make sure you have the time to really focus on it and pursue excellence. I think it's really important to communicate. Um, one of the light bulbs moments I had in my career that you, nobody knows what you're doing unless you tell them. Uh, I hope you read my power of blogs and thanks to the team that helps me write these. These are very impactful for me. It's what I'm thinking about. It's what matters to me. And I think no matter what you do, you have to communicate. You have to communicate your success stories. I think it's really, really important to help other people be successful, you know, whether it is a colleague, a learner, uh, a uh, staff member. Um, I think it's really important to really uh, look around our community and say, what can I do to help you be successful? And I think promoting career development in everybody we encounter every day is really important. Lead, mentor, and sponsor. We can be all those things for the people that you interact with every day, and I encourage you to do that. I'm deeply uh, committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion and work very uh, hard every day to uphold those values. Uh, meaning and purpose in our work, I've mentioned this several times already. I think it's a great way to stay well. There's actually really good evidence that when we find meaning and purpose in our work, uh, we are more well as a community. I've always felt that taking care of patients is truly a privilege and a joy, uh, and it continues to be uh, for me to this day. You know, I've talked a lot about leaving a legacy. I hope that our conversation today has helped you think about how you can leave uh, a, a legacy with those people you come into contact with every single day. The Leadership Podcast is produced by The Ohio State University's Office of Faculty Affairs. For more information, visit us at faculty.osu.edu.
I'm your host, Capriya Johnson. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.